0: the Eurovision Song Good afternoon, good evening, welcome back to the Do's Poire podcast for Eurovision Forever 2021 part two. There's a lot of different layers on the title of these episodes. Um, My name is Jack. This is, oh now, I have to introduce you correctly. This is the newly appointed Mm -hmm. executive president in charge Mm -hmm. of Do's Poire croc design, Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Allen.
1: Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's uh, it's it's good to be called here to this meeting today. Um, golf applause, golf claps, golf claps. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yes, um, I've made one pair of Halloween themed spooky shoes, and my next plan is to create some Eurovision inspired Crocs, some casual footwear, and we will take over. The shoe world,
0: yes. As as far as you can go with bedazzled Crocs, that's how far we'll end up.
1: <laughs> Where? Journeying. How far can you not go in bedazzled Crocs? <laughs> that's what I want to know.
0: Where are you not going? Stay tuned for that. If you're into, if you're into crappy footwear, um, it's part two, Lizzie. Ah,
1: woo! Oh, can we say okay? On a on our side note, one of our listeners. Oh my lord. It's on their bucket list. They want to meet the Grand Duke of Luxembourg. Okay. Now, I've already suggested that they make a low budget werewolf movie. um, To thus, as we found out in our research, to be granted access to the grounds of the Duke of Luxembourg. Um, I even suggested Peyton Pending that he needs to make, listen to me, what do you think about this? Werewolves of Eurovision where basically the only thing saving Europe from the impending werewolf apocalypse is a heady army of Eurovision winners and performers.
0: What do you think? Wasn't that the plot line to the Eurovision movie on Netflix? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to it. (laughs) yes the werewolf
1: was played by will ferrell yes
0: (laughs) yes i thought so i thought so that explains all the Mm, shape-shifting
1: so i I think if either anybody wants to give us a million dollars so we can make that movie so we can all meet the grand duke of luxembourg or alternatively if you are out there grand ducky uh if you could just give us a dm Uh, so we can like you know hook you and our listener up
0: slide on in
1: yeah just slide on in that would be fantastic or if anybody is like his PA let us know we want to make we're here to make miracles happen
0: that's what we are we are the miracle twins Mm -hmm. I don't know how to pivot from that but are you ready to get into the episode we are Jedward we are are Jedward. Jedward there you go and speaking of Eurovision shall we dive right in Ooh, let's. Okay. Well, last week we ended in France with Barbara Pravi getting a 60 out of 60. So let's see if our first entry can match it. Oh, shit. It's Georgia Uh. with Tornike Kipiani with the song You. Not qualifying for the final. In the jury, one point from Bulgaria. That was it. And in the televote, three from Estonia, Latvia, Poland, and Portugal, two from Bulgaria, and one from Denmark. What did you think, Lizzie?
1: There was one line in particular that got me completely transfixed in this uh, uh, song, and it's, Mountain, I want to feel you. (laughs) Yes. How do you feel a mountain? All I can think is the only way that you feel a mountain is if you trip your ass down and then slide headfirst down the mountain. Oh, my God, the other thing is, somebody needs to tell him how, like, that he needs to blink while singing. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> because otherwise you move from motivational to stalking.
0: Yeah, it's just an odd performance. Like, the vibe mm. is just odd. Like, if you haven't seen it, I know you have. If you're listening to this podcast, you definitely have seen it. It's just, I don't know. I actually kind of like the song, though. I just thought it yeah. was a really odd performance like it's staged uh, like dad karaoke but it's a decent song well, you know what I, i'd say less
1: dad unless your dad was like a serial killer stalkers like <laughs> if jeffrey Dahmer was your dad
0: <laughs> look i enjoyed it even though again and i may have said this once or twice it's very odd so the song mm. gets a 6.5 the performance gets a three fashion got a five for a 14.5 very odd very odd and-
1: yeah, it's it's scary, but it also kind of hits the snooze button for me. But again, the <laughs> song is not the worst. Uh, song three, performance one, fashion
0: zero for a four from you and an eighteen point five between us. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can pick it up by heading on over to Germany. It's <laughs> Gendrick with "I Don't Feel Hate." And he finished 25th, which is second last. In the juries, two from Austria and one from Romania. And in the televote, as we all famously remember, nada, not a thing. And I think, Liz, honestly, this song was absolutely robbed. What did you think? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's good that it doesn't feel hate because he got a lot of hate, um, not just on the night but afterwards. And weirdly, most of that hate came from Germany. <laughs> like, if you read like the comments for this song, it's a lot of Germans going, "I am German, and I have no idea who this man is. We don't know <laughs> him." Um, I think that we're not going to let him back in the country. You know what? I I'm the same. I love this song. I think this is such a happy, positive little bop, But oh my lord, that staging!
0: <laughs> But, like, uh, it's it's so cheesy and, like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Do you know what I mean? Even the staging.
1: Oh, uh, like, we've had, you know, like, yeah, obviously this is a cheesy song. You want to have cheesy staging. But there's good cheese and then there's, ooh, this smells funny cheese. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And, of course, for a song that's all about loving everybody and not spreading any hate – it's quite weird that there was a little bit of... <gasps> controversy, controversy, controversy. Now, when Gendrick originally presented uh, his idea to the Eurovision, his intention... As you know, as you watch the stage performance, it's actually a woman in a giant peace sign costume. Um, although one of those fingers keeps going down. Um <laughs> When Cedric originally put forth the idea, the costume was supposed to be just one giant middle finger. Uh, so, that was put forth. Uh, the officials at Eurovision stepped in and went, no, no, no. We feel that's too much of a statement. And we discovered, apparently, you can't give the finger at Eurovision. That
0: is I feel like Europe's given us the finger quite a few times. I think a couple of acts just count as a full-on middle finger to the face. Yeah,
1: Gemini is a full-on panting. Um, But, yeah, so they told him that if he wanted to compete, he would have to go with a peace sign, uh, a minimum of two fingers. There could not just be one. So that's why there's kind of that second digit just sort of flopping about. If it looks like it's been added, it really has.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that's some good controversy. I like a little bit of middle finger controversy at Eurovision. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't hurt that I have a big old crush on Gendrik. He's so adorable. Like, he's just a cute little German dude. This is, it's fun. Gendrik is this little ball of energy and charisma. And like, how do you give this no televote points? Like, when did Europe lose their sense of fun? Probably right
1: about the time that he gave them all the finger.
0: (laughs) Fiddle finger, all right. I just love this train wreck and some decent choreo. He does dance moves I couldn't dream of. So the song got a five, fashion got a six, but you are not going to like this. That performance got an eight. I loved it for a Uh, 19 from me.
1: I think the problem with this is just that staging, just the decisions they made were just everything was wrong. Um, Yeah, but what else can you do with a song like this? Like, really,
0: staging-wise, what else could you do?
1: You no, know, I like the idea of what they were trying to do as in, you know, when the angry Karen finger was blowing the trumpet and then they were all, like, tap dancing the happiness towards the angry finger and you see the, the, um, the screen changing behind them. I think they yeah. were onto the right p- principle. I just don't think it ex- it was executed well. There was too much of a combination of a big screen and little fine details going on. You need to either make it all big or all little, and they tried to do both, and it just...
0: Fair enough. I I accept your reasoning. Now I'd like to accept your score. Europe accepts my reasoning also. I give the song (laughs) 6.5. Yeah, you're right.
1: uh, Performance gets a four. That fashion... No, I'm
0: sorry. That's a zero. Oh, Elizabeth. Uh, How could you hurt poor Gendrick like that? That's a ten and a half. It it
1: pains me to do so.
0: Well, it should because with your ten and a half plus my 19 is a 29.5. Oh, no. What have I done? What have you done? What have I done? (laughs) What have you done? No way back from that. Sorry, Gendrick. I did my best. Anyway, rolling on to Greece. Stefania. Stefania, not that one, uh, last dance, finishing 10th in the juries, 12 from, of course, Cyprus and France, 10 from Azerbaijan and 8 from Bulgaria, Moldova and San Marino in the televote, 12 from, who else, Cyprus and Georgia, 10 from the Netherlands and 8 from Albania, the Czech Republic and Slovenia. Some heavy green screen action that mostly sort of worked. What did you think?
1: The jury's kind of out on that. Oh, my God, 2021 (laughs) – as we're going to see from some of the other performances as well, you can tell that the world has spent two years in lockdown. There have been yes. far too many people who have been locked in their apartments by themselves trying to figure out like, oh, we could do paper mache or, oh, my God, if we get a green screen, like they've had no friends, no telecommunication access, <laughs> just a green screen and a pair of shorts and off they went so many dodgy 80s special effects. Look, this is fun. Um, I can't des- uh, I can't decide if the effects are truly dodgy and bad or dodgy and fun. I'm somewhere in the middle.
0: It's a generic situation again.
1: Mm, mm. But mm. I just think they've managed to just execute it a little bit bigger. Although I will say a lot of what she's doing where she's just like pretending to step up the steps that, uh, you know, aren't there. Oh, my God. It's just, um, it's our, it's our old mate, you know.
0: Sergey Lazarev, yes. You are
1: the only one. She's yeah. completely just ripped off
0: what he ripped off. <laughs> That's Eurovision, baby.
1: <laughs> what do you think about this one?
0: I think you're absolutely right. I think it it was a nice idea, but maybe <sighs> the execution was off a little bit, which is exactly yeah. what you said. Um, I remember in the semifinal, one of the guys just completely forgot his glove. Do you remember that? <laughs> So there's like him dancing <laughs> with one like totally apparent hand. And <laughs> it was just like, and then when we got to the grandfather, I was like, oh my God, watch this. He's going to forget his glove. And he didn't. So I've got to give points for improvement. I think Stefania owned it and also won Eurovision 2022. Little Ukraine joke. Got to watch out for those ones. And I actually loved her purple outfit. So I've given the song a 7.5, performance a 7.5. I'm being generous because, you know, you are going to try something new. There's going to be problems. Someone's got to walk before you can run. Fashion an eight for a 23 from me.
1: Yeah. Look, I I, kind of like it. I can see why it did well, but at the same time, I struggle to see how it came 10th, as in that high. Uh, That being said, sixes across the board.
0: For an 18 from you, plus my 23, it's a 41. Pretty Woo! good score for Greece. They could donate half a point to Gendrick and still make the top 10 again. <laughs> now, next up is... Iceland, which is special for quite a few reasons around here that we'll get to. It's Daddy Freyr and Gagnamagnit with the song Ten Years finishing Mm -hmm. fourth. The unquestionable, unquestionable favourite of the cancelled 2020 contest has returned. In the jury. 12 points from Austria, 10 from Croatia, Denmark, Latvia, the Netherlands, Poland, Slovenia, and the UK, and eight from Australia, the Czech Republic, Estonia, Finland, Ireland, Italy, and Portugal. And in the televotes, 12 from Australia, Denmark, and Finland, tens from Austria, Ireland, Norway, Sweden, and the UK, and eight from the Netherlands and Poland. And it's special because this is the entry that features our very own Elizabeth Allen. Woo! (laughs) Uh, what's it like coming forth at eurovision Lizzie? what is it like
1: oh man it's it, it's a weird combination of you know i've obviously i've waited so long for this moment um but also at the same time the acceptance of wow i'm shit i only came forth
0: <laughs> you just missed that podium
1: after all the trash I've talked over these years, I can't fault. You'd think I'd know better. Oh, my God. Yes, as we know, Daddy, as he was putting his song together, he put out the call to the general public, the people of the world, saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to put a choir behind this song. If you want to be part of a choir, you know, go to the link. Here are the Here's what you have to sing. Here's the tune that you have to sing. You had to just record your little bit, send it off to him, and he would slap it together in the orchestra. Um very excited. I'm actually named in the orchestra with the other 10 million people of the world.
0: <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. It was 11 million people. <laughs> Monishkin are great and everything, but let's face it, Darty is the real gift we got at Eurovision 2021. I think the impact he had on both the 2020 contest, even though it didn't happen with Think About Things, mm. and 10 years, I think it will permeate through Eurovision very successfully. I think he's definitely Mm -hmm. left a legacy on this fan community. Um, Mm -hmm. And for good reason. Like the song, bop, outfits, iconic, stage show, brilliant. Iceland are just so overdue for a win at this point. And I I think Darty would have made a terrific winner.
1: Absolutely. And the other thing that we have to bear in mind, okay, he came fourth. Okay. He came forth without actually appearing live at the grand final obviously we know for like Australia uh we we didn't perform we didn't even make it through we got like flicked out they this was just a rehearsal that was filmed just in case of course one of the uh backup members of the band uh, tested positive for COVID, so wouldn't be able to perform. So Daddy and the others chose that. Well, if we can't do it all together, then we're not doing it. Like we're not going to do it without him. So they chose to just use uh, the recorded version. And there are these great interviews where he's just said, hey, who else gets to come forth at Eurovision while sitting at home drinking <laughs> A hot chocolate watching yourself come forth at Eurovision.
0: (laughs) I have given performance a 10 out of 10. That fashion is a 10 out of 10. And that song is a 9 out of 10. One point off because Liz is in it. (gasps) Your vocals were patchy on the night, Lizzie. I didn't want to say anything. Now's probably the safest time to say it. You were a little off key. How does it feel? How does it feel to have someone criticise your performance (laughs) at Eurovision? You know what? It's
1: fine because I give the song an 11. (laughs) (laughs) I give the performance a 10 and that fashion gets a 10. It's a perfect score for my song.
0: I am the winner. (laughs) Somehow she's cheated the system to give herself a perfect score at Eurovision, but not just for Liz, for Daddy Freya and Gagnamughead as well. Mainly me. Mainly you, of course. Mainly me. I dare not say otherwise. <laughs> now, this one is not going to be quite as fun to talk about or as involved and exciting. None of us appeared on this entry, but it is Ireland. It is Leslie Roy with the song Maps, and she didn't qualify. In fact, she finished the last in her semi final. From the juries, three from Australia, Azerbaijan, and Belgium, two from Cyprus and Malta, one from Italy, Norway, and Sweden, and in the televote, two from Australia one from Lithuania and another one from Malta. Lizzie, I loved this song so much pre-contest, but something went wrong on the night. What did you think? something went wrong on the night? Oh, do you think that could
1: be the sudden, sudden realisation that making a singer run on a treadmill while trying to sing a song was not going to work? Oh, my <laughs> Lord. It's a miracle she didn't kill herself. Although, it's a miracle that for like three quarters of the song, she is completely off-key and she just stays there and off-key.
0: Oh, you two could have bonded over that backstage
1: at Eurovision. Oh! <gasps> Perfect score, mate. Perfect
0: score. Whatever. <laughs> Can't find it. I think like the vocals were the big issue. And I don't know if it's if it was the whole staging, if it was nerves, but the studio version is fabulous. And then on mm. the night, Leslie just wasn't on her A game. And it no. just didn't I love the idea of the staging, but I don't know if it really worked in this, you know, pop up storybook kind of thing they were doing. And it just didn't gel together for me like I wanted it mm. to.
1: Yeah, I'm the same. Like you can see it, like on 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 paper. <laughs> ironically, um, you're like, okay, this could be you know interesting, have some effects, but I think all it really did is completely isolate her from the audience, and it's a very insular performance. And yeah, just just every key she was hitting was the wrong key until actually until she sort of broke free of her boxed in staging and goes to the front of the stage and then does like one big note and manages to kind of get that and you're like where was that like for the
0: last two and a half minutes. I think part of the problem was showing the behind the scenes kind of look. This is how we did it mid performance. Mm, like I just mm. kind of wrecked the illusion as well. So I thought this was a sad outcome for a decent bloody song. Yeah, song five performance four, fashion of four for a thirteen. I can't be too hard because the studio version still goes off.
1: Yeah, look, yeah, I'm the same. I actually don't mind the song, like especially that chorus bit. Um, you know, it is catchy, but oh yeah, just. Uh, song five, performance
0: one, fashion gets a two. That is an eight from you, a 13 from me, and a 21 between us. So, unfortunately for Leslie Roy, not a big winner. Yeah. With us or with Europe, unfortunately. And it takes us over to Israel. Aiden Aline with Set Me Free, finishing 17th in the final. In the jury, eight from North Macedonia and Norway, seven from Ukraine, and sixes from Poland and the United Kingdom. From the televoters, 12 from Azerbaijan, five from France, two from Cyprus, and a one from Romania. And Europe certainly liked this one more than I did. This is a filler track that overperformed in my books. What did you think?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, You know, I I lean against the wall as I'm waiting for the toilet while this one is playing in between the bangers. Yeah, I don't see why people were so ecstatic about this. The vocal performance is patchy AF.
0: Well, she does nail that one whistle register note. I guess that was in her book, The Only One That Mattered.
1: Well, I guess that's, yeah, as long as you end with the one dramatic note. But it kind of, yeah, it it. I mean, it worked. It made everyone sort of forget the last three minutes before that. But a lot of the performance, she was so breathy, like walking to the front of the stage and walking back. I honestly thought she was going to pass out.
0: Yeah, she sounds like she's doing bloody Leslie's treadmill from yeah. the previous entry.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. This one is all filler, no killer.
0: Yes, absolutely. Her headpiece looks cool. It's a nice outfit, both pre and post costume reveal, so i got to give it to the fashion department for this one. It did break the record for the highest note in Eurovision history, but it won't be getting anywhere near as high with my scores. Song three, mm-hmm. performance four, fashion a five, four a 12
1: Yeah, I was not as in love uh, with this one. I actually – I give the song a two. I give the performance one just for that high note. For me, the fashion, get out of here with your
0: sneakers, zero. (laughs) For a three from you. Yeah. Fifteen between the pair of us. That's not great, but where we're heading is we are going – To Italia. It is Italia. It is the band Monoskin. It is the song Zitti e Buoni. It is Shut Up and Behave is the English language translation of it. And it is the winner of Eurovision 2021. The biggest winning song since the one directly before it, which was a bigger (laughs) hit single, I guess. In the televote, 12 from Bulgaria, Malta, San Marino, Serbia, and Ukraine, 10 from Albania, Azerbaijan, Croatia, Cyprus, France, Greece, Lithuania, Poland, Romania, Russia, Slovenia, Spain, and Switzerland. As per usual, I was not prepared for it to be that long list. And eights from Austria, Belgium, Estonia, Finland, Georgia, Moldova, and the North Macedonia. But wait, there's more in the jury. 12 from Croatia, Georgia, Slovenia, and Ukraine. 10 from Bulgaria, Lithuania, North Macedonia, Russia, San Marino, and Sweden. And 8 from Cyprus, Latvia, Serbia, and Switzerland. I just need to take a breath for a second. Yeah. First winner in 31 years. This is how you perform with Swagger Lizzie. What did you think?
1: Oh my lord, excuse me for a minute, will I get a little bit dizzy and I take off my panties and I throw them on stage? Oh my lord! Ah, oh, ah, oh, ah! Oh. Oh, this is pure Italian sexiness that we all secretly deep down love as soon as men start and the and you're like, uh, 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 uh. oh my lord, to say this is sex on a stick is an understatement. This is raw, this is sexual, this is jumping on and writing a cowboy until the sun sets Oh, it gives me tingles. What about you?
0: Sorry, could you repeat all that? I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Just kidding. You're
1: such a man.
0: Just kidding. I think the outfits are spectacular. The band staging works because guess what? They're a legitimate band. Like, Mm. they're actually a band. It doesn't feel forced. And the vibe is just explosive. And Italy finally hold that trophy after coming so close so many times. And now they're global superstars. I mean, don't let anyone ever tell you Eurovision can't make stars because we've seen it time and time again. That said, I personally would have preferred if France had won. But that's just a personal taste thing.
1: I I can't talk to you when you're like this. Um, (laughs) Oh, my Lord. This is sheer perfection. Like, they just command that entire arena and they just – capture the world as soon as he walks on stage and what I really love watching back watching this performance is at the very end where good old Damo does the death kick and drops to the floor of the song and the camera above shows him And he just slaps, he just slaps the stage. It's like he knows, he knows he made us all wet. He knows they've won the Eurovision Song (laughs) Contest. And the way he just slaps that, it's so confident and he knows. And I, my God, it's not often in life that you get to have a mutual orgasm. But I think Europe and Damo came to the same conclusion. 12! 12!
0: Fabulous, jeez, I didn't think you'd have one right here on the podcast Uh, (laughs) I'm not quite as excited by this one as you Song gets a 7, performance gets an 8, fashion gets an 8 for a 23 I hate to tell you but that's a 59 out of 60 between the pair of us Just as for Gendrick I think Um, But you know what? Great ambassadors for Eurovision. Great proof that Eurovision can make legitimate pop stars. These guys performed at, was it what, the VMAs just a few weeks ago and still massive stars a year and a half later. Mm-hmm. Fabulous, fabulous. 59 from the pair of us. Mainly me. Overwhelmingly you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next on the list is Latvia. We're going from the winners of the song contest to last place in In their semi-final, it's Samantha Tina with the song The Moon is Rising in the juries, four from Moldova, that's it. And from the Televoters, five from Georgia, four from UK, and one from Estonia. A much easier list to read than Italy's, I think. Uh, Co-written by Aminata, who repped them in 2015, and I can absolutely see her fingerprints all over it. But I didn't think it was enough to save this one. What did you think?
1: Yeah, this one is an interesting one for me. personally, I love the studio version of this song. Like, I, 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 don't think I would ever win Eurovision. It's not. Um, but just you know, personally, I love the song because I think it's very dramatic. It has a very sort of. I could see this being used in the Handmaid's
0: Tale. Um, how many it- songs have you gonna <laughs> are you gonna put on the Handmaid's Tale soundtrack from Eurovision? <laughs> Many, very. Scroll back through the episodes, friends. You'll you'll find a good few <laughs> suggestions from Liz.
1: Where else am I going to find the good shit? But at Eurovision, um, <laughs> that's true. Look, I love the studio version, but the live performance is feral. Oh my lord, how she manages to be off key for the whole song is a miracle. Um, I I don't know how she's done it. That takes a lot of achievement, and the stage performance it makes no sense whatsoever. I don't understand what they were trying to go through with this performance. And like the her dress is lovely, but completely not right. And could we talk about the backup performers? Three women concreted to the spot like bollards. It's <laughs> it's a cross between old grandma with those like 70s poker caps pulled down over their face. What? What does that mean? I mean, I love a bit of symbolism, but I'll be jolly green, Roger, if I can figure out what is the symbolism behind those
0: outfits. They do kind of weirdly coming back circular here. Uh, they do kind of remind me of the outfits from the Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's you know, with the, with the hats, right? Yeah. Like literally, that's where it took me. I think the performance is flat. I think I don't agree with you that the song is any good it's just middling for me. Like it has Mm -hmm. its, it has that cool beat, but I don't think Samantha was the right pick for a song like this. And the green outfit is not a vibe for me at all. Mm. Like, no misses it completely. I think it ended up in the right spot to be fair. So I've given the song a 2.5 performance, a three fashion, a two for a seven and a half.
1: Yeah. It's, I, I think, I think this is a shame. Like I, I mean, I wouldn't have sent this to Eurovision, but just as a song, I do like it. So I, it's just sad to see it just done so badly.
0: Ah, uh, the Leslie Roy principle.
1: Yeah. Uh, the song itself, I give a five. The performance gets a one. Fashion gets
0: a two. Oh, I was so sure we were headed for a zero there, but that is an eight from you. Plus my 7.5. He's 15 and a half. So... Not quite cutting it there, Latvia. And we're going to roll on to a song that's definitely going to pick you up. I feel like we've been going, song we love, song we hate. Song we love, song we hate. And this is definitely, I will stake my life on it, a song Liz loved. It is Lithuania. It's The Roop. It's discotheque. And it finished eighth in the Eurovision final. Twelve from Italy. 10 from Israel and 6 from Latvia and San Marino in the jury. And in the televote, 12 from Germany, Ireland, Latvia, Norway and the UK. 10 from Estonia, Georgia and Ukraine. And sevens from Belgium and Sweden. What did you think, Lizzie?
1: Oh, I think it's an absolute travesty that this one came so far down in the board, that this one came 8th, I think is a tragedy. I love The Roop. I love everything. Everything that they're bringing uh, to the game. There were real contenders to be a winner um, in 2020. Of course, the one that was cancelled. Um, I love this. This is everything that I love about Eurovision. This is absolute crazy. What the hell is this? What is going on? But they it's done with such skilled perfection. Sometimes when you just see like a crazy act, it's because it's so bad, it becomes good. This is crazy, but it's performed so well. It is outstanding. This is everything that I want to see at Eurovision, but on like this is the this is the Broadway. Of, of crazy productions uh, your way I absolutely love this. There is no way that you can hear this and not, oh, my God, can we talk about the Kermit the Frog dancing? Genius. Oh, we can abs-
0: I, think, I didn't know there was anything else worth talking about. It's, it's all about the choreo here.
1: <laughs> I absolutely love what they've done. Like, it's, they just get Eurovision. They just get me. I love it. I love it. It's Perfection.
0: Oh, those poor people. <laughs> it's definitely one of the most left field entries mm-hmm. ever. Ever. Like in, in recent memory at least, but probably mm-hmm. ever. It's so catchy. It's yeah. an utterly unforgettable performance. Who comes up with choreo like that? Like, I know. blows my mind. Who's like, you know what I'll do? I'll do this like like Vulcan peace Star sign. Star Trek, yeah. Star Trek, yeah, blah, 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 the finger thing he does, and then tapping on his own head. It's just bewilderingly brilliant, and it's a fan favourite for a good reason. It's a cult yeah. classic for a good reason. Yeah. I really think Lithuania hit it out of the park here, so straight sevens from me for a 21.
1: Yeah, and it's everything about this is such a random choice, but brought together, oh, my God, can we talk about the backup dancers and the fact that for one of their backup dancers, they decided to go the other way and not be, you know what, I'm going to get some fully chiseled, like, like, Roman love god covered in oil. They went the other way. They got a bona fide dilf in his sensible sneakers and <laughs> with his socks with his socks pulled up almost to I love the fact that they just included a dilf in the background a dilf and a milf and I absolutely love them for it have we hit our quota
0: our episodic quota for the word dilf could you say it 3 more times to make sure we get the dilf money <laughs> just 3 more times i just need to, i just need dilf dilf dilf
1: I will give you that DILF money, you know, just with like, you know, like dollar bills, y'all, dollar bills. And all of them dollar bills are just saying, DILF, DILF,
0: DILF, DILF, DILF. What have you given this one score-wise?
1: Oh, well, you know what DILF translates to, don't you, Round my parts, DILF always
0: translates to 12,
1: 12, 12.
0: I'm starting to think you liked the 2021 Eurovision Song Contest. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I liked parts of it.
0: (laughs) That is a 36 from you, a 21 from me, and a 57 out of 60. And it takes us on to Malta, to Destiny, and the song Ajemakas, finishing one place above Lithuania, finishing 7th. In the juries, 12 from Australia, Norway, Romania, and Sweden, 10 from Cyprus and Ireland, and eights from Albania, Germany, and Spain. And in the televote, 8 from Australia, 6 from the UK, and 5 from Israel. It was the big pre-contest favourite, but it just didn't cut the mustard on the night. What did you think?
1: Oh, well, I, kn- I knew as soon as I saw, like, all that finger dancing, I knew that you were going to be excited. Look, look. I think this song is good fun, but I don't understand, like, the hype. Like, I don't think this ever had a chance of winning. You know, it's it's fun. The thing that annoys me is this is seventh. There is no way in hell that this is better than The Roop.
0: Yeah, this is better than The Roop. I'm sorry. No,
1: no, absolutely not. And you know what? Even though her outfit is silver and sparkly, I kind of find it, I don't know, A bit of a letdown. I feel it could have been more. Like, considering that everyone else behind her is in hot pink, I find it a bit weird and safe that she's in silver.
0: I think it was a really, really, really good bop of a song with the flattest staging. Mm. I think uh, it's the biggest downgrade from a favourite to, you know, like a pre-contest favourite where everyone's like, the song is fire. To what you get on the nights, I really think they, they shot themselves in the foot here. Like Destiny yeah. has such an effortlessly amazing voice. Like she could bat Whitney Houston one-on-one. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like, Okay, maybe not Whitney Houston. No one is Whitney Houston. Not even Whitney Houston. By the end, she was not herself anymore. Sad but true. This is another missed opportunity. Banger of a song though. Song 8.5, performance 4, fashion of 4. 16 and a half from me. Yeah, there were some real missed opportunities
1: this year with the performance. Either they mm. just went for it and swung and hit it out of the park, or you know, eh. <laughs> eh. it just it just went straight through to the pitcher. Yeah, I mean it's a good song, but no, nah, that performance, like you said, I think you said it best. Flat um, song six uh, performance four. Fashion
0: a five. Well, Destiny will be counting her lucky stars because that is a fifteen from you plus my sixteen point five is a thirty-one and a half. So she gets the pass, if not the win. And it takes us to one I'm very excited to talk to you about. Lizzie, there's <laughs> only three left tonight. It's Moldova. It is Natalia Gordienko with the song Sugar, finishing 13th in the final. From the juries, 12 from Bulgaria and Russia, 10 from Greece, and an 8 from Azerbaijan. And in the televote, 12 from the Czech Republic and Romania, 8 from Portugal, and sevens from Albania and France. We've already talked about a record-breaking highest note at Eurovision 2021. Well, Moldova has broken the record for the single longest note in Eurovision history and be still my beating heart. What did you think?
1: Oh give me some sugar. I can't help but every time I just think of this
0: as Bruce Campbell the musical. <laughs> yes you would think that yes you would.
1: I and in my mind I just picture like Bruce Campbell in that dress. <laughs> just asking for a little bit of sugar whilst neo from the matrix you know provides backup dancing everything about this is so over the top and ridiculous even the fact of like when she's singing off key you know what it's so it's so much fun and ridiculous i i don't even care this is so over the top I never knew I needed to see Keanu Reeves and the cast of The Matrix dancing at Eurovision as much as I did. I absolutely love
0: it. This is like ultra camp Eurovision, right? Like they're like, there are some thirsty gay boys out there who just want some sugar pop Mm -hmm. by a drunk single aunt at a wedding. Oh and yes, Moldova absolutely gave it to us. Moldova, I'm almost certain we haven't had a check in with uh, with uh, Alexander recently about mm-hmm. the actual scores, but Moldova for the longest time was our highest scoring country between the two of us, especially with you. Um, and there's a reason for that. Moldova always sends something off the wall. One thing I really love is that she drops her mic mid-performance. Yes
1: at 1 minute 30 for those who want to go at, and watch
0: the video it's about 1 at minute 30 1 minute 30 specifically and she gets it doesn't miss a beat i didn't even know she dropped her mic till someone told me that she dropped her mic cuz she's just like ah oh, flawless a star unguilty pleasure cheesy pop perfection
1: oh my god and it's so good cuz when you actually go back and watch the footage and now you know w- what you're looking for 1 minute 30 you see her she just effortlessly and bless Bless one of the backup dancers, because he goes down to pick up the microphone as well. Like, they both go for it. Um, and he just sort of ends up just sort of covering her. So, it looks like part of the stage performance. And she is such yeah. a professional. She didn't even skip a beat. There weren't even sort of, like, missed lyrics. Because even as she's going down for the microphone, she just keeps singing. So, you can hear as the microphone gets closer, like, to her mouth, it gets louder. I think yeah. that's... <laughs> That's fantastic. That is how you recover. I think it's fantastic. And, of course, the longest note out of the park. Everything before it, not so much. But that long note,
0: impressive. All is forgiven because of that one long note.
1: Oh, my God. I have to admit, like, I'm torn because this is trash and I know it's trash. But I absolutely, absolutely love it.
0: That's what Liz says to herself in the mirror every morning, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my positive affirmation. You're trash, but I love you. We're getting there. Little bit by little bit, we're getting slowly more positive. <laughs> I give the song 7.5,
1: performance 7.5, fashion a 9!
0: For a 24 from you... And like let's let's be real here. The song gets a nine, the performance gets a nine, but that fashion gets a ten from me, baby, for a twenty-eight <laughs> and a fifty-two between the pair of us. Woo! Good job, Moldova. They're not losing any points in our books, that's for yeah. sure. Now, we're going to roll on to the hosts of Eurovision 2021. It's the Netherlands, Jeangu McCroy, with the song Birth of a New Age, finishing 23rd. He was, of course, one of the four countries to get nothing in the televote, and mm-hmm. he only got a few in the jury. He got three from Australia and Austria. It's always confusing when those two countries are put side by side. Two from <laughs> Bulgaria and Georgia, and a one- From Portugal. And my question is, how does a song like this go televoteless? What did you think? Well, okay,
1: I think there's a problem. Okay, now, it's not that this is a bad song. This is a great song. And their performance, oh, my God, they sound amazing. They deliver a brilliant vocal performance. I think the problem is that it just it just didn't sound right at Eurovision like this is again this is not a song that i would send to Eurovision like i would just send it straight to disney so they could just slip it straight into the lion king yeah it would fit very well mm. um i don't know it's just kind of it's it's uh, i don't know it's not what i expect from Eurovision like it's a good song it's just it doesn't go with the vibe of Eurovision um That being said, great vocal performances, but uh, I don't know. I think the other thing as well is, oh my God, how many songs did we have in 2021, which was all about, you're not going to break me. Like, was this like about the fifth or sixth one where you were just like, oh, we get it. You're not breaking, but
0: I am. I think like, the hook is really good on this song. Like, Mm -hmm. your rhythm is rebellion. Your rhythm Mm -hmm." is... I was like, yes, that gets stuck in my head. It is the only entry in Saran and Tongo that that I've ever heard. It is the only one I've ever heard. It's also the only Mm -hmm. one to have ever gone to Eurovision. I think what the Netherlands was doing here was, okay, we're the hosts. We probably don't want to pay for it next year. And also we're going to take a risk. We're in the final anyway. Mm -hmm. We may as well push something that promotes our culture and promotes something, which happens sometimes with host countries, unless you're Mm -hmm. Sweden, then you try to win it. Shran (laughs) and Tongo is actually a language from Suriname. So that's why you haven't heard it too much at Eurovision because how often does Eurovision get to Suriname? Not often enough. I don't care for the outfit. I wish his suit had a different cut, but the rest mm-hmm. of it, I really liked. I really thought this was a good go from the Netherlands. So mm. I've given the song a seven, performance a six, fashion a four for a 17. Gave it, gave it a pass.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I think the vocal performance is great. And again, if I'm at, you know, a Disney spectacular, I, I love it. <laughs> I think it'd be very rousing, but it's just not what I come to Eurovision for. Song five. Performance five. I have to. Everybody just sounds so amazing. Fashion, however, that is a big fat zero.
0: For a 10 from you and a 27 between us, takes us to our last entry for the night, North Macedonia, Vasil Garvanliev, Here I Stand. Here I don't qualify because he did not make it through the semifinal. In a televote, uh-huh. eight from Slovenia, two from Romania, one from Croatia. In the juries, six from Romania, four from Slovenia, and a two from Ireland. And he looks exactly like my manager at work. Hi, Jade. I know you don't listen, but you look like the guy at Eurovision. Um, what did you think? Okay. There's a
1: couple of things that are going on here. I mean, A, I mean, we have to give it to him. This is an amazing vocal performance. Like, Absolutely. he sounds fabulous but again it comes back this is another one here i stand i'm not gonna be broken ah i get it we all stood around in our pajamas for a very long time all right (laughs) it's just you're not gonna break me Uh, yeah i just found the song a bit ho-hum there was just so many with this theme on that night
0: yeah I agree. It's a lovely song in an old Disney movie kind of way, but Mm. he wasn't going anywhere at Eurovision with this. And let's not get started on how he stole Dotter's Top from (gasps) Melody Festival in 2020. The mirror top was Dotter's thing first.
1: Let's talk about the fashion. Yeah. Oh, my God. A, I love his cape. I swear he's wearing a cape at the beginning. You don't (laughs) see men in capes enough. I freaking love it. And then, yeah, rips open his shirt to reveal basically he's he's a – He's a mirror ball. His daughter. His mother has made Loveth with a disco ball and he (laughs) is the result. And the lights hit him and it is – it's very spectacular. And you know what I think sums up this performance the best? In the comments for this, um, someone actually made a comment and they were like, oh, I feel really bad that, you know, he didn't get the votes because people don't understand – you know, how good this effect was when the light hit him. Because I was up the back and, you know, we were just talking. But then when the light, like, hit his chest, like, the whole place fell silent because everyone was like, ooh. <laughs> but hang on. I think that's it. Exactly. We were all talking because the song was forgettable. But when the lights hit him, we were all like, sparkly thing.
0: <laughs> and I exactly. think that's his performance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fine. It's uneventful. Great voice. Song five, performance three, fashion a seven, but all seven of those points are for Dotter and Dotter alone, 15 from me.
1: <laughs> Look, I give the song four. I'm going to give the performance uh, five. I think there needed to be more going on that stage, but I'm giving him five because his vocals just sounded fantastic. I loved the mirror ball
0: and that fashion. My God, he bought a cape. That's a seven. That's a 16 from you plus my 15, 31. That's a pass for North Macedonia. Oh!
1: Oh my God! Oh, I can't! Oh, I'm so intrigued. What our top three is going to be this week? This is going to be a nail biter.
0: It is quite the nail biter because our third favourite this week is Lithuania, the oh! Roop, <laughs> on a fifty-seven out of sixty. Nice, nice. Just above them, it is the winners of Eurovision 2021. It is Monoskin. On a 59 out of 60, my bad, sorry, don't regret it. That is all you. (laughs) But our winners, our winner is not just a Eurovision act. It is a co-host. It is a talent. Mm. It is a generational burden. Sorry, uh, now I'm going (laughs) to leave that done as it is. It's you, Liz. It's Iceland. It's Daddy Freya and Gagnamagnid on a perfect 60 out of 60 with a song, 10 Years.
1: And you know what? I think that completely justifies how whole podcasts when people, you know, say, who do you think you are? How dare you judge the performers at Eurovision? You know what? I can judge them because been there, done that, won
0: that. I don't know what the fuck my excuse is, but <laughs> I'll just keep rolling with it anyway, Hey, it's time for... Comment of the week. Oh, yeah. Comment of the week. Let's hear it.
1: Well, oh, my Lord, there's only one place we could go. We, of course, went to the absolutely huggable, lovable Gendrick.
0: Yes. This first
1: comment for the longest time was absolutely going to be comment of the week. It had it in the box until I found another comment later on. So it just got pipped at the post. Uh, Kieran Fremantle just said, Germany can literally give Europe the finger and they still get more points than the UK. (laughs) true 95 well played germany sending a human golden retriever to eurovision he's such a bundle of joy and sunshine please protect him at all costs that's him exactly he is a human golden retriever completely oh except alan Howick. he disagrees he just says this is just human spongebob and i love him (laughs) i love that Claire, however, I feel bad for not liking this song because this guy looks genuinely kind. Aww. Aww. Jenny James, UK, I love Europe. Germany, middle finger to Europe, Germany gets more points. But... (laughs) Comment of the week, there can be only winner because not only do they sum up Gendrick perfectly, but they also get to shoot shit at the UK, which is our favourite pastime. Martin Gillian has looked at uh, Gendrick and has just said, Germany, let's aim for last position by sending a big middle finger to Europe. United Kingdom, hold my beer. We don't need no gimmicks. (laughs) Thank
0: you much, oh, Gilead,
1: You get comment of the week.
0: Thank you for that. Uh, it's been a fascinating week and there will be one more episode of 2021 to go. We have Ooh. a tied leaderboard, I think, at the moment, both France and Iceland out in front on 60 points each. We'll Ooh. see how it goes. Could anyone catch up to them? Could the UK get a more <laughs> than perfect score? <laughs> I couldn't even say it. I couldn't even finish the sentence. Brilliant. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. It's the funniest shit I've heard all day.
0: I know. Hilarious. Anyway, uh, if you don't follow us on social media, please do at Deuce Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Check out our link tree on Instagram where you can find all of our resources, including our Patreon, if you'd like to subscribe for a few bucks a week. we oh, I keep saying a few bucks a week. It's a few bucks a month. Look, we I've just cut down your costs by a fourth. Um, please do. And... Well, I guess we'll see you next Friday. There's only one more thing to do, and that's for Lizzie to sing us out. Oh, yeah, no, I have no time
1: for this. Um, I'm just going to put on the skin and, oh, I believe that's my cowboy at the door. Bye.
0: Oh, leave. Leave like you always do. Baby, when you come back, Lizzie, you know what you got to give me? you got to give me some sugar. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 I'm not even going to try the longest note in Eurovision history. Love you. Good night. Mwah.
1: Love it.